It's quite amazing. That's not what your voice can do for you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Say it right off the top of my head. I don't know how you can't. I. <laughs> I don't know. Nelly Furtado and Timbaland. Yeah. Had yeah. some hits. Well, it's had a, some deep cut hits too. Right. Like, because like I'm like a bird. I was yeah, not. I was not there for it's it. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But then like Maneater and Say It Right yeah. and a couple of these others, I was like, whoa. What's, or like, what's um, up, Nelly Furtado? Me and my friend Willie, we are obsessed with Morning After Dark. Have you heard that one? I don't know if so I've they're heard just that weird. One. They're weird little songs that didn't go anywhere, but they're awesome. They're awesome. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. That's what I'm saying. That time of the season beat is so good. Say it right. It's so good. Maybe you can do it on the podcast and edit. Yeah, I'm like like time of the season by Zombies beat. I'm in totally. And then Timbaland. It's just gonna be like yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty much exactly it. Timbaland just yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Fast Ones show. Welcome to the Fast Ones. My name is Max, and I'm here with Mike. Yo, what's up? And today we're talking about motorsport. In case you didn't know, always we love talking about the motorsports, sports, the Formula One. We sometimes talk about Haas. We used to be the Haas boys, but if you're still new, we are now the Fast Ones. Yes, and we are going fast and hard at every single topic. And as we disclosed every week, and we will continue, we're still Haas fans. We're still Haas fans. <laughs> that doesn't change. Yeah. If you missed last week, we even have our new correspondent, the Haas chap. Exactly. He gave us a nice rundown, and we're stoked for the upgrades coming to Coda. Definitely. And go back and listen if you didn't listen. If you didn't listen. To catch on to some deep dirt. Yeah. Quick updates. We're on Spotify. I don't know why I'm doing this at the top of the show. No, let's but do it. We're on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, um, we're on Instagram at fastones.us. Right. If you want to go to our website, www.fastones.us. That's the URL. Yeah, that's the URL. <laughs> the link in bio. Uh, yeah, and we are on YouTube. Yes. That is the big one. Can't stress that enough. We have a show. We have a real life show. We have a Mike show. Mike has made an amazing, I'm looking at camera, camera one, two, three, <laughs> with this amazing studio. Yes. And we have little knickknacks and Easter eggs. And so... If you are just listening to this and you want to see the Easter eggs, get on YouTube. Check us out. There's one over my shoulder that's from a certain 1980s movie that I found in a box that is, I'm still amazed, is in as, as good of condition. Mm, technically 90s, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Was it? I think 1990, 91. Oh, let's find out. Let's find out. But we're not going to say the name of the movie. We're not going to so say what it is. if you're listening, you have to get onto the YouTube. Dang it. And see it's what. 92. <laughs> yeah. See what piece of iconic memorabilia mike has on the shelf on the shelf over my shoulder so so though that's you, fun you'll have to watch to More find out <laughs> all right well, we we shoot this show out of salt lake city yes we do in case you are listening from different parts around the world that's where we're at salt lake city utah in the united states we're very close to the las vegas grand prix we are as compared to like maybe the austin grand prix or miami or even like the Qatar Grand Prix coming up this week. <laughs> yeah, we are not close to that one. We are not close. That might be the furthest. Yeah. <laughs> but if you are in the Salt Lake, Utah area, and if you want to, coming up on October 21st, it's a Saturday, there's a Cars and Coffee at a place called The Grid in Utah. Yeah. It's this cool indoor karting facility. It's all electric. Really neat. I believe it's the second largest indoor karting facility in the world in the world which is cool which is really cool and we're gonna be there you can come say hi to us it's gonna be a cars and coffee meet in the morning 
think it's like Halloween theme. There might be a trunk or treat option. So if you want to bring your kids, you might get some candy. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be fun. But speaking of Halloween, I got a question that we can discuss. I can bring it up. Yes. Okay. Let's get into it. Um, I might do this throughout the whole of October, but we'll do some Halloween themed. This came in from a listener named Brittany. Okay. She asked for some Halloween themed um, questions about the drivers. Some spooky so, things. Spooky things. Okay. Spooky maybe stuff. spooky, but maybe Halloween themed. Little, this one's not spooky. A little bit spooky. Unless you think sugar is spooky. <laughs> a little bit. What What would be the driver's favorite Halloween candy to get trick-or-treating? Oh, okay. Yeah. Not spooky. <laughs> Just starting at the top. Starting with less spooky and maybe we'll get spookier as the episodes go closer to Halloween. I, f- I feel okay. All right. So Max or Stappen, we'll we'll start there. Saltwater taffy. <laughs> Why? Because it just doesn't like flavor. It just yeah, just kind of like oh, it's lovely, Sim- mm. simply lovely. <laughs> this is the worst Max for Stappen, like a British, an old British guy. Mm, simply lovely. Mm. Get me some more saltwater taffy. I don't know vanilla flavor. Yeah, exactly. What did what did Dutch people? What's a what's a Dutch candy? Uh, a stroop waffle. Yeah, I don't know a Belgian waffle. Yeah, something like that. So maybe some chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Dutch chocolate. That seems like a thing. Belgian chocolate. Yeah, yes. Do they make chocolate? I think they do. If you are in Belgium, <laughs> and you we are mad that we don't know if you make chocolate. They do. Yeah. Who's in second of the World Driver Championship? Sergio. Uh, Lewis. Oh, no, it is Sergio. Sergio. It is Checo. Yeah, what's Checo getting for his Halloween treat? (laughs) Elote. (laughs) What is elote? It is a corn. You know, in Nacho Libre, where he's like, get the corn out of my face. That's elote. That's good. Yeah, so he was elotes. Mm, Okay, I love it. Yeah. Third, Lewis Hamilton. Uh, what is a British candy? Uh, Cadbury. Cadbury. Yeah, mm. I feel like that's Cadbury Flake. Cadbury Flake. He wants the messiest uh, candy bar ever. <laughs> no, I would say Lewis is a bit of a rogue, a maverick. Okay, he likes bright colors. Oh, okay, he likes purple. I would say he's getting one of those nerd gummy cluster things. Oh, have you had those? Like, yeah, oh, they're so good. That's what I think Lewis is getting. Okay, he likes a good. Like, okay, they're purple. Yeah. That's kind of like his themed color, like his brand color. Yellow or purple. Yellow Depends or purple. on the year. Yeah. So I, that's my suggestion okay. for Lewis. Okay. I'm going Cadbury. You go Nerd Rope. Nerd Rope. Nerd, nerd Gummy Clusters. <laughs> okay. Nerd Gummy Clusters. I have good authority that CBD that is approved. An, an amazing <laughs> CBD approved. <laughs> you can get the CBD ones. <laughs> Special order. Special order. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good also uh, trivia to see who's in order of the World Driver Championship. Oh, yeah, it is. Fourth. Fernando. Fernando. What's Fernando getting? Ooh, España. I feel like Spain would be mm, one of those countries we, where they'd be like, <laughs> we do not drink or treat. But we've uh, <laughs> we've mentioned how he is the spicy Spaniard. Yeah. Hot tamales. Yeah. Cinnamon bears. <laughs> Cinnamon bears. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of, kind of a cute guy. Yeah. Kind of an old candy. He's the oldest one on the grid. Yeah, yeah. So maybe saltwater taffies for him. <laughs> Some cinnamon saltwater taffies. <laughs> It's seriously the worst. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Something spicy. Spicy candy. Now I am looking up Formula One just to see the driver's standings. Fifth is Carlos Sainz. Oh, Carlos Sainz from Jerez. I'm going to say Reese's. I know it's not a European <laughs> thing. Spaniards probably hate peanut butter and chocolate together. Okay. Something about him. Yeah. That's just my vote. I'm like, I love Reese's. Yeah. I'm also loving Carlos lately. Yeah, totally. I'm Carlos Sainz. He's a savory yeah he's warm and cozy yeah what is he's he? not a spicy spaniard he is a warm and cozy kind of a, and that 
voice. Did you Kermit the Frog? It is like a very, it's a very chocolatey peanut buttery voice. It is very peanut butter on the back of he's your got tongue. A, he's got a frog in his throat <laughs> from having too much peanut butter. That's my thought. Yeah, Carlos. I'm, uh, Carlos, I'm gonna go with uh, good and plenty's. Oh, gross. Because he likes that like black licorice with a candy coating. Does he? He's like alternative. He's like a little too alternative. You're like, dude, you should stick to the... That is an old person treat for yeah, sure. Yeah, but he's like Carlos Sainz Jr. So he's got like mm. those like weird hand-me-downs. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Next is... Chuck. Chucky. <laughs> Chucky Lankler. What do, what do sad people eat? <laughs> <laughs> he loves jawbreakers. <laughs> Just... Just, just sitting in a corner, sucking in his mouth. an egg. <laughs> There's no like motion for a jawbreaker. It's just mm, yeah. And I think that might be like the thick neck photo. Yeah, or just a sad candy, like one of those awful peanut marshmallows. Oh. The marshmallow in the shape of the peanut. <laughs> it's just you're sad when you get it because <laughs> it's you're like hoping that it was a candy. Yeah, and you're like. I Oh, yeah, I got a rock. Charles Leclerc, every race is like, I'm hoping for points. I'm hoping to win. And it's, oh, it's Ferrari. Uh, Lando Norris. Oh. He's a child. He is a child. He doesn't like things. He likes dum-dums. Dum-dums or like. <laughs> the smallest sucker available. Like, like what, what is a four-year-old like? Dum-dums, Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. M&M's. Yeah. yeah Tiny M&M's. Like the M&M minis. Right down the road candies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. He's not venturing outside of what he had when he was five. No, this is the impulse buy section at a grocery store uh-huh. only. <laughs> yeah. Right, right at, at the, the register. register. <laughs> <laughs> George Russell. Uh, um, he has, wait, something terrible. It's just, <laughs> just salt and vinegar fries. <laughs> this is chups. He yeah. just likes chups, bro. Yeah. Oh, uh, He just yeah. wants a scotch egg. Yeah, he's... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just like, no, he would ask for a fruitcake, like a pound cake. Yeah, he's like, I love those. Can you mail me one? I love those. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's rather good. If I can't have a scotch egg, yeah. can you please mail me a fruitcake? Would you send me a lemon, a lemon <laughs> sherbet? I want a lemon sherbet, please. Yeah. How about some chewets? Some custard. <laughs> I don't want anything too sweet. It's just all lemon. Just a lemon. A bit bitter. <laughs> I'll put some salt and vinegar on it. I'll have it with my tea. <laughs> I'll put it in my tea. I'll put it in my tea. It'll be my treat. Yeah, it'll it'll warm the soul. I think that's a, a lemon. Yeah, it's just a lemon. <laughs> he just wants a lemon. Uh, Oscus Piastris. Uh, uh, he's having Tim Tams? Yeah, probably. That's a classic Aussie thing. We're just going to go with it. Run of the mill. Yeah. He's not doing anything too crazy. Didn't venture out too hard. Exactly. Yep. Um, Never heard of peanut butter. Last the best of all the top 10. Lance, Lance Stroll. <laughs> What's that Canadian eating? He just wants maple. Just wants syrup. Just wants some syrup. <laughs> no, all he wants for Halloween is just his dad's love. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> Lance, if you could have anything. What do you for want for Halloween? This? What's your treat? What's your... I just want you to say you love me. I just want my dad to say you love me. <laughs> not, not this year. Not, not this not year. Too many crashes. <laughs> oh poor lads okay next week we'll have another halloween themed question Ooh. but thank you for writing that in and getting us off on a good start okay. yes thank you Brittany. all right 
Moving on to news. News. Yes. Are you ready for the dirt this week on Nerd News with Mike? Nerd News with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> New intro song for that. I like the news. I like the math. I like the cars and the parts and everyone on the track. I like <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you write that for real someday. Well, we've recorded it, so we have the, yeah, yeah, we, the demo. We just play that every week. Just that version. <laughs> Do it. All right. We're going to start off on a somber note because from there it gets a little better. Okay. But the update is because we've just been, it's every week. We have to update every week. Mm-hmm. The news out of Milton Keynes this week yeah. is that Daniel Ricardo will not be returning at Qatar. Dang it. After doing a simulator test, he, the team and him have both decided that he is not ready hmm. and that the new target has been set for Austin. He better make a big grand entrance Which, at his home race. <laughs> we are now into October. Yeah. And we have Qatar this weekend on the 8th. Mm-hmm. And then the week after that is... A the, non-race the, week. Is, oh, yeah. A non-race week. And then and after then, that is the U.S. Grand Prix. And that's when we, we'll see him. And the Haas upgrade, right? The Haas upgrade and the Daniel Ricciardo upgrade with and the, the Luke Skywalker <laughs> hand. Yes. <laughs> with the glove. <laughs> Just one black glove. I'd love that, actually. It'd be oh, so great. It'd be so rad. <laughs> Daniel, better. do it. He better. So, Daniel, we're hoping that that is true. Mm-hmm. Don't do play with simu- our heart anymore. I'm guessing those simulators have realistic feedback yeah and that's probably why they and they can crank and adjust it Mm, to kind of what kind of intensity it can do Mm -hmm. and what kind of pain threshold that creates yeah uh and so yeah after that test it just seemed like it was still a bad idea gotcha well hopefully we see him soon hopefully he comes back soon moving on to the next item of business of news the andretti's were finally approved yeah 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 for the 11th team bid into formula one (laughs) via the fia now that what that means though okay is that they're not guaranteed it oh because now the teams and the sport have to say yes this is good for us to have an 11th team and it is the andretti general motors cadillac partnership oh so it has to be like a unanimous vote from every team pretty much or at least majority from the cool guys it ha- christian and toto <laughs> it has to be toto and christian's <laughs> stamp of approval you have to and be they're in like, the popular Fred, group you're not just toto and christian <laughs> <laughs> we get that you're a ferrari but yeah no the other two get the drive to survive airtime interesting so when i see all that news blast go around it's not they're not in just yet it is not official until the teams approve it. Oh, wow. And so the FIA have said yes mm-hmm. and have turned away, I believe, four or five other entrants mm. who have all done the same amount of legwork leg as Andretti. What was cool is Andretti and it's is it going to be Cadillac? Cadillac is the partner with them. I partner, believe, but it's going to be a Cadillac power unit? I believe that the power unit is supposedly going to be a Renault. They don't have this firmed up yet. Oh, but this is all hearsay. Yeah, and it was that they were going to license Renault's technology and branded a Cadillac power unit. Interesting. Interesting. I'm sure that there would be opportunities for development further mm-hmm. beyond that. Can I already suggest a partnership for Andretti and Cadillac with Snoop Dogg and call the the car the Snoop DeVille? <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a great idea. Would that be the best American partnership? Uh, It would be the best celebrity endorsement. It would have to have dubs. That's okay. We can put spinners on those rims. Twenty inch wheels as opposed to eighteen. Uh huh. And spinners. (laughs) Man, this just got really dope. Uh All of a sudden I was really anti this, but now I'm on board. (laughs) I think that it's interesting. What are your thoughts when you hear that as like another US team? This time, well, already I'm kind of like they're already taking the thunder away from Haas, who's been there since day one, right? Bef- before it was popular, it's been Ferrari and Haas, the right. longest in the sport. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like they've been the American team for since I've been watching. Right, they were the first ones to like like Netflix in. It's like because of them, it was Drive to Survive had a show, and it was such a gamble. I mean, we've talked about this since the I, very I, beginning. I don't, I'm piecing this together right now. Yeah. That because of Haas, Netflix actually had something to film. Right. Because no other uh, big teams, they're so paranoid. It was Red they Bull. They don't want to give away any secrets. It yeah, was Red Bull secrets. and Haas. And it's because Red Bull is a marketing company. Yeah. With a drink. Yeah. They're, they're not a drink company. They're a marketing yeah. company with a small can of something. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Haas just needed attention. And Drive to Survive has then kicked off millions of new fans. It's because of Gunter. Be- can we can we just recognize that I right mean, now? The reason that this has been so successful is because of Gunter Steiner. Yeah. We have to give him that credit. Yeah. It's all them. Yeah. Anyway, and for Andretti to kind of come in and everyone be stoked on it, like, it's like, mm, it's, the American team, it's like, we have one. Yeah. But on the other hand, also, I'm stoked for two more seats. Right. For drivers to be coming into the sport. Right. And then also another team to be shaking it up on the grid. Right. See how good it is. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and over my shoulder again, if you're watching on the YouTube. Watch on the YouTube. This white and black car sitting right here on the shelf uh-huh. is Mario Andretti. And I'm like, oh, look, we're associating a name that is so iconic in racing mm-hmm. with Formula One again. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me like that's natural. I think a lot of the teams will draw that conclusion mm-hmm. that the Andretti name sort of does belong in mm. Formula One. Right now it's in Formula E and IndyCar. And yeah. it hasn't, I think they even have an extreme E team or there's a couple of different places that Andretti are racing. Extreme E. Which is an off-road racing okay, series. Okay, okay. Electric. <laughs> Overall, at this point, we're so far in the process where turning the Andrettis away mm-hmm. won't look good right, okay. for the sport. Yeah. It's better for the sport to accept General Motors, mm-hmm. to accept Andretti, and to give them the chance yeah. and let them fail. At, at all, at all mm-hmm. if that's where it goes, mm-hmm. they have to kind of allow that to be the, the case. Yeah. I think it's very probably well known and understood by everyone on the grid that the Andretti's are not going to come in and dominate. They're not going to come in and take over the sport. Mm. They're competing with Red Bull and Mercedes and Ferrari and these teams that are dumping millions and tons of years of research and development into cars. Yeah. Those first few years are really hard yeah. on a new F1 team. Yeah. And although they've been racing forever, this is something that's going to be a huge challenge. Yeah. So ultimately at the end of the day, it's not a big threat, but not a huge threat. Yeah, they might be worried about what money being dispersed, prize money, even more thinly. But at the end of the day, the sport has become massively popular. Yeah, you have so much coming in from sponsors You'd and like, junk. Like it's changed so your much. Teams are worth so much now. That real estate is so different. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's worth it to put up that fight. Yeah, it's like just let them come in hmm. and participate. Let's see how it goes. Who is the big? Is Mario Andretti still alive? Mario is still He's alive. He's the owner of the whole thing. Uh, Mario, I think, is, is, is yes, but Michael runs it, so his son. Okay. Would Michael be the team principal? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I'm he, just 
curious. No, I, and I and I would, would imagine you be the Toto of Andretti. I mean, right now Michael participates at every IndyCar race. Mm. He's always on the pit wall for one of his drivers. Oh. And so, but like Zach Brown, Andrea Stella is the team principal at McLaren, and Zach Brown's the CEO. Yeah, but Zach Brown is the team principal. <laughs> That's what it feels <laughs> right. like. Right. He's always in the pit. He's and always he's on of, the wall, and he's right. Yeah. He's kind of in the way. So I feel like <laughs> so I just, just in the way. It just moves. Zach. That's for real. So I, I feel like Michael will probably play a similar role where he's a commercial face mm-hmm. a lot, and there's likely going to be a team principal assigned. And there, there might be somebody who's already been given that as like a nod, but uh, so far nothing firm. I say I'm excited. Yeah. I hope Haas doesn't get overshadowed. I don't yeah. think they will. I yeah. think it's a good opportunity for the both of them to kind of fist bump. Yeah. And say we're the American teams. Let's Hopefully. do this. I mean, we're gonna have to dilute. Our home race. Yeah. We have three home races. Totally. And now we have to share one of them. Uh, at least. <laughs> at least. At least one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I think it's good. I think it's a good thing. Cool. Ultimately. All right. More more chances for crashes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. Now on to the next thing. Yeah. And this one is so crazy. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest news this week, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. So right now, ESPN is the network that holds holds the rights to broadcasting formula one in the united states okay the contract with formula one to broadcast in the u.s which is a rebroadcast for those of you overseas that might not be aware of this we get to see the sky sports broadcast on espn in the states they aren't putting different people in front of us we get brundle crofty Crofty. we have the same team and if we're lucky rosberg yeah (laughs) (laughs) and every week they tell us that we can push a red button and get a bunch of onboards and no we can't (laughs) we don't have that feature yeah uh because we are not sky glass customers okay (laughs) but that contract at the moment Mm -hmm. is currently estimated in value by forbes at $75 million to $90 million a year. Mm, well. So Disney, Hulu, ESPN are paying out $75 to $90 million a year for F1 television rights in the United States. Okay. There's a new player in the game <gasps> that has entered the chat Ooh. and has put a bid in for the television rights for Formula One at $2 billion annually. Ooh, is it MTV? Apple. Uh, I was just going to say Nickelodeon. <laughs> Apple, of course. Apple wants they have their the piece money. of the pie. Wow. What does this mean? So what's interesting about this is obviously... Uh, I have to get like an Apple subscription. <laughs> yeah, Apple TV Plus. Yeah. But here's where this has become super interesting for Apple. Apple right now has Major League Baseball on Friday nights. Okay. So Friday Night Baseball is on Apple TV. Right. They have Major League Soccer. And I think they've started to dabble and dip their toe into other sports. Mm-hmm. Major League Soccer has been a huge success for Apple. Right. They did okay. not expect that, I don't think, but they kind of, an attempt at live sport television yeah. on their platform mm-hmm. has gone really well. Right. Formula One's one of the fastest growing sports in the world. Yeah. Who wouldn't want their piece? Yeah. Apple's making the Brad Pitt movie with executive producer Lewis Hamilton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On Formula One. Okay. Yeah. And is now interested in doing live Seems television. Steve Jobs. He's he's a massive fan of Formula One. The best part of that actually yeah. is that Apple has only sponsored a race car once in history. Yes, we all know what it was. Do you? Yeah. What was it? It was Lightning McQueen <laughs> and Pixar. And it was a Pixar movie. <laughs> 
cross the finish line with his tongue out like Michael Jordan. <laughs> what was it? I know that there was a Porsche 944 that had the Apple logo on it at one point. It wasn't a 944. Was it? It was a slant nose turbo Porsche 935. So I was in the world of Porsche. Yep. In 1979, mm-hmm. this car was the Hawaiian Tropic red Porsche 935 slant nose. Okay. Race car. It raced at Le Mans. And almost no one can tell you who won in 1979. You want to know why? Because no one cared. Because Paul Newman finished second. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And Paul Newman was driving the Hawaiian Tropic 935 Porsche. So he was driving this car and got second. Got second. Of course. And which got the attention of everybody. I mean, if Brad Pitt wins second at Le Mans, who cares who won first? Right. Exactly. Yeah. It would be all of the news. Nothing different here with Paul Newman. Mm-hmm. I was the more than the Brad Pitt of his era. He's still the raddest guy ever. Yeah. So he gets second. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this catches the attention of everybody in the world. And Apple goes, well, we, maybe we should try our hands sponsoring a race car. Get the one that Paul Newman <laughs> finished second in. Go sponsor that. Yeah. And they did. And it had the worst season ever. The car Ooh. didn't win or place or do anything. The car had such a struggle. And Apple swore off of racing ever since. Oh, geez. Sore losers. <laughs> and then the car was... Steve Jobs doesn't like to be a loser. Let's... Yeah, we know that. The car was purchased and then repainted the Hawaiian Tropic Red. Oh, uh, went back to it. And its... brought back to it. I actually have pictures of that car and we can post it for the episode. I love that car. It's one of my favorite things I've photographed. Nice. It's very, very yeah, cool we'll thing. Yeah, we'll throw that up on the episode on Instagram. Very, very cool piece of history. So anyways... It would be a bummer to have to get an Apple subscription yeah. to watch F1. Uh-huh. I think that that would be not great. Uh-huh. But it could also be really interesting if it's the same globally and not a Sky Glass customer. Yeah. I don't know what this all means. Yeah. I don't know if it's US only. Yeah. There's a lot of things that could be up for grabs in this. This this does not surprise me at all. How come? I'm curious. Well, it's not, it has nothing to do with the money, it has nothing to do with the fact that like, oh, they're going to be getting a lot of subscribers because there's so many fans. Nothing to do with that. We all know how happy and excited Tim Cook was <laughs> when waving that flag in Coda. <laughs> I knew you were going there. I was like, hey, somehow this is going to come back to Tim Cook. It was like... It was like watching a kid fireworks on the 4th of July or like Christmas presents on Christmas morning. Yeah. I had never seen someone so excited. And you just saw true love happening between him and this sport. You knew he went home and was like, I just had a life changing experience. Watch the footage. My face shows how much I am changing. And we need to own this. I have to own it. <laughs> F1 Apple. I F1. If you don't think I'm serious, look at my face while I'm waving that flag. <laughs> I need Lewis Hamilton to have an Apple Silicon race car. The most powerful race car yeah. ever designed. It'll be. We're going to bring Johnny Ive back. And he's going to, every time we kick off a new race car, he's going to do the voiceover. For the, do you know who Johnny Ive is? No, I'm Johnny Ive. 
He's the one that he's the British guy that always did the like when they would do the keynotes. Everyone who's oh. listening is going to know who I'm talking about, except for you, Matt. This is why it's called nerd news. <laughs> I don't watch the keynotes oh, and then just, like, get into the speakers. Johnny Ive was like the king of he designed the iMac with like the color okay, and all that I stuff. Gotcha. And so anyways, like the color back. Yeah, but whatever. Johnny Ive became my favorite person ever because like he introduced the magic mouse, which is the worst Designed product is it ever the charge underneath it? Yes. Yeah. And I've always said that like it's a revolutionary design. I found yeah. a pebble at the bottom of a river, <laughs> and then water had gone. It cascaded over it for decades. Now we know how Adrian Newey's designing cars. Uh, yeah, he just is following whatever Johnny Ive has clearly done. Car in the river and watches the water pour over it. <laughs> it's essentially air, <laughs> but wet. Tim Cook loves Formula One, and we have the. F- Video evidence. He has been addicted ever since he waved that flag and has been dying for more. That was the highlight of his life. (laughs) And you can see it in his face. It is clearly written all over him. (laughs) And so that's exciting. Apple weird. Kind of weird. Everyone wants a piece of this pie. It does. It's it's crazy. But the the jump. I mean, the thing for me was the jump. 90 million a year right now is what ESPN is paying. Yeah. What did they up it by like 200%? Yeah. It's like, that is just a fat jump. Yeah. You can't say no to that. That's like, it's a guarantee and we are buying this. Right. You can't say no to this. Right. Uh, Which is just insanity to me. So in the future, it looks like Apple might have the rights to formula one, at least in the U S which is just the craziest thing. Time to shift gears. I still know what we're talking about. So the new segment will now begin with Mike telling us what it is. Well, basically today, I just wanted to talk to you about (laughs) some things that I think that are in the works. Okay. Now, I mean, we've talked about it a couple of times and it seems as though there's a little bit of is probably unfair to Checo, but where he currently is. We want to have a discussion about Sergio's performance. And just sort of where where everything is, what's on the table now? Yeah. Well, I think we saw like a a quote from him today. I don't know when it came out, but yeah. he's basically just saying like, "Hey, like George Russell will lose a race and no one bats an eye. I lose a race and everyone jumps on my back," kind of a thing, right? Um, and he's like, "Hey, well, like it's not fair, right?" But I think it is kind of fair. I mean, and. For sure, George Russell gets a lot of flack. Yeah. And we've been a little bit, we've been guilty of making fun of George, but we also recognize a number of factors. It's a huge target. Well, it's hard to miss that. I think Sergio, he, one of his points is like, yeah, everyone, all media sources are all talking about how he isn't performing like Max. It's all the time. It's constant. And I was like, well, yeah, you're, you're in that Red Bull. And your 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 teammate was like crushing everyone into the ground, right? And when you have a performance like you did at Suzuka, and it's not necessarily out of the ordinary from what you've been performing lately, anyway, right? It's like then, yeah, you are worthy of all that criticism. Uh, of course, you're the target because you're on the best team and you're in the best car. There's only two cars. No one is really paying attention to Valtteri Bottas right now. No. Because Alfa Romeo's at the back. Right. I'm sure one of them is performing better than the other. Right. And who cares? And, and no one's too interested in that at the moment. Yeah. But when it's the car that's winning by 30 seconds mm-hmm. or not finishing, yeah. there's a stark contrast. Yeah. And, Holy cow. And so, and, and again, to even just play this a little bit, George Russell 
has finished near Lewis all season. He's been neck and neck with yeah. Lewis. <laughs> it's like this, his consistency is there. Yeah. He's not missing the the qualifying appearances the way that Sergio has. Yeah. This is a very harsh comparison. It would have been better or yeah. more fair to mm-hmm. compare him to Valtteri's last season at Mercedes. Mm where Valtteri was taking a lot of heat yeah. for not making his Q3 appearances and whatever, but you could almost kind of tell that he was winding down. He knew he didn't have the job the yeah. next season and they were excluding him from meetings and whatever. They were kind of doing it to themselves. Yeah. But in this way, Sergio's like, he's got the team backing him. They yeah. want him to finish second. Yeah. Red Bull has never had a one to finish in the championship. Ooh. Yeah. This is their shot. Uh huh. Because next year's car might, someone might it's, match him. It's obvious you could crush it. Yeah. And so get second. Yeah. Because Lewis is 30 points behind Checo right now. That's it. We've mentioned last week he has crept up. Right. Real quick. And and it doesn't seem out of the ordinary. Like, it doesn't seem unfeasible for him to take that from Checo. When, when Lewis Hamilton is within striking distance of something, yeah. he turns into Bruce the Shark. When Dory smashes her nose oh, in yeah. Finding Nemo. Lots of Pixar references to this episode. <laughs> this is a Pixar episode. Brought to you by Disney. Hulu ESPN Plus. Once that blood can be smelt, mm-hmm. that is his motivation. It's yeah. his drive. Yeah. Well, we mentioned the other day about the cool down room and Lewis was ignoring the other guys. And I was like, that's the Lewis. Right. Cause before he was all kind of pally pal, like, Oh, it's he amazing. Wasn't really that I, in the points. No. And when he'd get a podium last year, it was like, this is a freaking miracle. I'm yeah. standing here. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Do, 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 like talking yeah. with people. Yeah. Now he's just, he's back to being ice cold. Yeah. Because he knows he's it's, playing it's mind happening. Games. Yeah. He's like, it's happening. Yeah. I'm back in the fight. Yeah. And so once that happens, mm-hmm. the Lewis of old has returned. Yeah. Little observational point is that George Russell's performing neck and neck with Lewis. And I would guarantee that that car is building, being built around Lewis. Yeah. So George Russell is driving a car not fair. built for him. Right. Equally as well as Lewis is almost, you know, like. Right. Whereas Sergio can't figure out that car that's being built more towards max like he's in a similar secondary seat position right that's another reason why the scrutiny is so applicable to him right anyway well and i think there's a number of factors where i've had my speculation over the years that red bull has never been able to support driver number two (coughs) it goes as far back as mark weber and sebastian vettel Mm -hmm. up through the current the current standings with max and and sergio Alex Albon, Pierre Gasly, anyone who's been in the second car. Daniel Ricciardo left because he was feeling it. He's like, it's going to switch. And he was so bummed that the car had zero reliability. Yeah. It blew up on him almost every week. And so I think that there's, there's a number of factors that play into this, but the reality is for Sergio is that at the end of the day, his target has to be P2. Mm -hmm. If he can't finish second in the championship, in my opinion, the deal is done. Yeah. I don't see Sergio returning to the seat next year. You can call this prediction next year. Ooh. That if Sergio does not finish second in the championship, Red Bull replaces him. Wow. That exit door is miles wide. It's easy to walk through. to, To me, at this stage of the game, And to some degree, Formula One's interest is a sport. Mm -hmm. If P2 is this bad and the sport has lost, they just had a stat, a statistic that came out this week that social media engagement for Formula One has dropped over 20% this season alone. Because there's there's no battle. 
It's mm. just Max running away with it. Yeah. And because they've had such a loss, you you can't tell me that Liberty Media is not knocking on the door at Red Bull being like, what are you guys doing? That's At least give us I something interesting I to watch. I hate that so much. Uh, but it kind of irks me to be like, are we, is this going to be scripted in the is future? Is this WWE? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. But in some ways it's in the sport's best interest to be like, hey, Christian Horner, fun that you're running away with the championship. But do you think you could at least make it interesting? Mm-hmm. And again, this is like, this is nothing against Sergio. Yeah. Because maybe there is some development away from him and, or whatever. But the point is, is that they're like, well, can you find another driver that can drive like Max? Yeah. Has the same style. And they have this Daniel Ricardo kind of in the wings who's driven that car pretty well before. And could have put it on the front row in Silverstone on lap seven or whatever that was. Yeah. That statistic from his test. Yeah. There's, there's almost... In my eyes, it's almost a guarantee, especially if he doesn't finish second in the championship. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier today, like, and Red, and we talked about it on the podcast, Red Bull is such a marketing company. Right. They're so like, That's what they're great at. People being into their brand. Right. So we have all these eyes looking at Red Bull. Right. And when you have one driver at the back, like just, and one at the front, it's not good. Well, and when you've developed, I mean, one of the things that's crazy interesting is the number of drivers on the grid who were Red Bull drivers. Yeah, and they're all doing better than Jekko. Right. It's like Alex Albon and uh, Carlos Sainz Jr. Sainz. and yeah. Max Verstappen, obviously Daniel Ricciardo. I mean, the, half the grid are Red Bull Juniors. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not like they have a shortage of talent. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, they have Yuki Tsunoda and Liam Lawson. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the other factor in all of this is that. Liam just agreed to being a reserve driver, even though he said no seat next year is non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. I want a seat next year. I deserve it. Mm-hmm. And so it's not an option for me not to have a seat. Those were his words. This is Liam? Liam Lawson said that. Wow. And he accepted a reserve spot mm-hmm. after saying that. And Daniel and Yuki re-signed at AlphaTauri. Mm. But we know Red Bull contracts and we know yeah. Red Bull seats. Yeah, they... They play musical chairs. My bet and my money is on that Liam Lawson was told it's only a matter of time. Mm. Daniel moves in. The yeah. seat at AlphaTauri opens up. It's yours. Yeah. Be patient. Yeah. I wouldn't bet against you. So that's my first prediction. Heavy prediction. Heavy prediction. From this right. episode. Well, and then to go along with that, as we were talking about how Lewis has begun his ascent. What did you call him today? Lewis, man on fire. He's a man on fire. That's He's, a good image. He's a man on a mission. Is this what we're going to talk about now? Yes. Okay. I'm ready for it. I mean, if you're a listener of the show. Yep. You you know where Max is going with this. Well, no, I don't know. I mean, you're noticing a trend. Right. That we used to be very anti-Lewis. Right. But consistent with our principles. Right. (laughs) Which is that that winning too much is winning too much. Winning too much is winning too much. And Lewis was an easy target to hate. Yeah, for sure. Because he was annoying. Well, and like. Winning so much and being humble about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) so mean. No, but like. It was just annoying. Imagine listening to the same actor win an Academy Award every year. Yeah. And give the same speech. Yeah. It's like, that's what it was. That's what it was. Is Lewis coming and thanks to everyone back at the factory. It's like, like, oh oh gosh. He didn't seem very fun on podiums. Because he's like, this is my 800th podium. Yeah, it's like. Okay, great. And it's like, I can't blame him. Yeah. I can't blame him for not being able to reinvent the magic after a while said in previous <laughs> podcasts that it would be fun to see lewis battling for his life in formula one right and we're seeing it now it's finally happened yeah and 
it's uh, been great. I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's been fun to watch. Yeah, I'm down. And he's in a and he's locked into a fight with Fernando Alonso of mm. all arch rivals from Lewis's oh, past. Yes, yes. He's locked into a fight with Sergio Perez, who's having a hard time at the moment mm-hmm. and may very well give up second place and to Lewis. Thing, we know Lewis has ice in his veins. He doesn't make a mistake. No. On and off the grid. Right. No. And if Sergio is making the mistake off the grid, yeah. Uh, Lewis isn't locked in and he's going to take advantage of that. It's it is like textbook. Like I said, smell the blood and he is missile locked on. Mm-hmm. That's his target. Yeah. And it's funny because I know that like this hasn't been exactly like an interview question for Lewis. Are you aiming for second place? Mm-hmm. Because everyone knows. Yeah. Lewis is aiming for second place. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. If there's anything that this dude wants in this world yeah. currently yeah. is to say, I am second place. McLaren has the second fastest car. Mm-hmm. I managed second place in the championship yeah. to Max, who beat me in 2021. Mm-hmm. Whether you see that as fair or not is up for debate. Yeah. I'm still second place in the freaking championship yeah. with third or fourth fastest car. Yeah. He's he's determined. He has a lot to prove mm-hmm. with sending that statement in my mind. And if he can do it, yeah. it will be as impressive as winning a championship against Massa in 2008 and the McLaren when the Ferrari was the fastest car. Right. Overcoming what the Mercedes can do to get second in the championship may be the most impressive thing mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Out of anybody. Yeah. Because it's just, it snuck up on us. It snuck up real quick. It's like, wait, you've been so consistent. How did you get here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't won anything. Exactly. And this goes back to those fights now we've seen with George Russell. Right. Why are they fighting? They're teammates. It's like, oh, because Lewis has a mission. And he's... And he's going to get it. He's going to get there. He knows what he's doing. Interesting. George was on Beyond the Grid this week. Mm. He was the interview with Tom Clarkson. Oh, uh, yeah. That's why I didn't... <laughs> Care or no. So I know and listened. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I saw it come up and I was like, Dad, did, did you have an interview last year? So I went back and looked. Sure enough, George had an interview June last I year. guarantee that George's mom called up Tom Clarkson. <laughs> It was like, you haven't talked to my son, George, lately. <laughs> have you, He's have been really nice. He's a really good stat. <laughs> have you seen his stat lately? He has a really cute girlfriend. <laughs> have you met her? Have you had her over She's for tea? real. She's real. <laughs> She's, she plays paddle. <laughs> have you seen her? We've taught George some new jokes. <laughs> It'd be a great time. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely interview. Yeah. And you haven't had a good interview this year. Tom, if I'm honest, <laughs> no one that's better than my boy George. No one has a good interview like like George. You need to have George on <laughs> anyway. So Tom was talking with George. It was interesting, and I mean, I I gotta give I always give George credit where credits due. He's he's good at he's good with his words. He's smart when it comes to like an interview scenario. Mm-hmm. I think of the car he <laughs> the car he's a dweeb and he says the wrong things. Mm-hmm. And even in this scenario, he still has some uh, overconfident statements. Things that I wouldn't say. His overconfidence is, yeah, very real. Very very stupid sometimes. Very blatant. And he's like, I have to be measured against one of the greatest drivers of all time every week. He's like, everybody else on the grid has teammates. He's like, I have a seven-time champ as a teammate. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. And he's like, and I haven't sank. He's like, I am swimming. He's like, I'm treading water at times. He's like, but I haven't been so far behind that everyone's questioning me. Yeah. 
And he's like, and that is done wonders for my confidence. And I'm like, I, okay, we didn't need that. <laughs> right. We didn't need more confidence in George. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We get it. Shirt off guy. <laughs> you love yourself. Yeah. Good. So some of what George says that was interesting. I'm ready for a fast one. Hot take. <laughs> was that they, Mercedes has to overcome a massive obstacle to win a championship next season. Yeah. If that's their goal, mm-hmm. they have to make up more than the gap to Red Bull because they have to develop past Red Bull. Yeah. You have to be faster than the car. <laughs> you have to literally be faster than any lap that Max can do currently. Yep. Which means that otherwise develop- he's going to be first. Right. And so the, but, but you don't know how races work. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> You're the worst. Gotcha. <laughs> but you, the gap to Red Bull is huge. It's huge. Which means that the development ah, curve yeah. for Mercedes to be able to pull that off is like every egg yeah, in the basket. We've talked about how it's hard to even develop one little one thousandth of a second. Right. And now they have to do like five seconds. They literally have five to be whole like, seconds. Yeah, they're going to have to be warp speed. Yeah. They have to go to plaid next year. Yeah, they're doing to it. <laughs> <laughs> so with that development curve in mind, Mercedes have their, their target set. I, I'm curious though, like, yeah. How does Mercedes politicize the FIA to make sure that Nico <laughs> Rosberg <laughs> continues to influence the races so that way Mercedes dominates when but is, with Nico Rosberg Is say, Rosberg coming back like Jordan <laughs> to win again? To make sure yeah. that Mercedes wins but Rosberg. only with his blessing. <laughs> Do you think Rosberg sits at home and he's like, if I were to return, I would win a championship. I know it. And I don't need to prove it to anyone. But I am Michael Jordan of Formula One. I could do it. Yeah. Max Verstappen would be eating out of my hand. <laughs> what was your original question? I don't have one. It's gone. I do think Rosberg would be the guy to come back and win. You think? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's Tell me do why. Ah, oh, just the hair, <laughs> the confidence. Lewis has, I mean, of course he wants to win another championship. He needs to be the eighth time winning world championship the most winning of all time. That's what he wants. Right now he's tied with Michael Schumacher. Can't do anything about it. Right. He needs to do something a little bit better. Imagine this. Imagine that 2024 gives us all of the things that we want. Mm. And we have Aston Martin, McLaren, Ferrari, yep. Mercedes, and Red Bull. That yep. there's five teams mm-hmm. fighting for the championship. Yeah. Who, I, I mean, we know who the driver number one of each of those teams yeah. are. Yeah. Because if Mercedes has figured it out. Good chance Ferrari, McLaren, and Aston Martin figure it out. Everybody else is in that fight. And it comes down to driver. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to see. And then then my money is on Lewis and Alonso. It is. It is. Yeah. I do think that Max can be thrown into that mix. Yeah, for sure. I am curious to see how he would cope. Yeah. Because right now, dominant Max <laughs> is a different dude. Yeah, 2021 Max was scary. He was unhinged. <laughs> That, he was. that dude was crashing yeah. into Lewis every week. And even Lewis has crashed into him. But Max caused a lot of them. Yeah, they Lewis were. Lewis caused a lot of them. It was banging wheels every week. Yeah, Lewis. But they were different crashes. Yes. Lewis's are sneaky. Yes. And it's like, ooh. ooh. Oh, I understeered. <laughs> Sorry, you had a 56G impact. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Max was like dive bombing. Yeah. Max is like, I, if you crash into me right now, I will land on you. Yeah. Like either because if I don't hurt you, my dad will hurt me and that will be even worse. I don't want to go home. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like, Lewis. I would rather die in this crash than face my dad at the end of this race. And so that's the differences between those crashes. So Max 
Max would be a contender in that in a different way, but it would be Lewis and Alonso. If all things equal, yeah, that'd be a wild season. I I mean, and if if Charles had his moments, yeah. It'd be great to see. If Carlos yeah. has his moments. It'd yeah. be great to see Fun Lando to see throw out there. throw it in there. Uh-huh. You know, but yeah. I just I I know that if we had three, if we had five cars fighting for the title, mm-hmm. the three drivers at the top would be Max, Fernando, and Lewis. There's no question to me. Yeah, nobody else is in that mix. It's just those three. Yeah, and so if they were on equal terms, those three would man they would put on a hell of a show. Yeah, and that's what I feel like I gotta hope for. Yeah, right now we're watching Lewis. We're going to call him the man on fire right now. My, I think our prediction ah, has got to be. Let's watch that closely. Yeah. We These gotta, last, what, six races? Yeah. Do we have six races left? How many do These we got? These last six, seven, eight races. One, two, three, four, five, six. And there's none in December. No. So we have six races to go. Six watch races. it closely. Man, that's happening fast. We uh, did a little poll on our Instagram. Oh, yeah. Who do you think will... Uh, take second in the world driver championship um, by the time you listen to this the results will be out so you've already seen it. if you follow us on instagram fastones.us do it um follow us but right now the polling we have lewis at 60 percent of the votes taking it sergio at 40 percent of the votes taking it mm. so it seems like most everyone is in line with what we're thinking right now yeah I mean, most people have seen Lewis race before. <laughs> right. Yeah. I actually think that this season, for all of its lack of interesting moments for the lead, mm-hmm. if the Sergio and, and Lewis fight heats up, mm-hmm. we're going to see some really good rec- racing yeah, between yeah. those two. It'll be awesome. Yeah. And Sergio, when he has his moments to shine, when we reflect back to 2021, yeah. the, uh, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, yeah. the best fight wasn't even max and lewis it was sergio and lewis yeah defending defending and then bringing max up from the rear yeah and sergio was crazy yeah he was defending like a champ but, and so i'm like i would love to see him do that again yeah, but the mind games are getting to sergio <laughs> they are yeah. they are unfortunately so hopefully he can put through it pull through it all good things all amazing things craziness yeah madness Qatar grand prix this weekend yes enjoy it Enjoy Liam Lawson while you can because Danny Ricardo's returning soon. Yes. With the American Grand Prix, our other home race. His other home race. We're stoked about <laughs> Especially it. Especially the Austin one. <laughs> it is. Seems like he fits in too well there. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Um, so follow us on Instagram. If you have questions, email us at fastones.us at gmail.com. Um, everything is fastones.us across the board. So if that makes it easy for you yes then it's easier for us then it's easy watch us on youtube figure out the cool 90s toy we have on the set and yeah we enjoy you guys following us and we'll look forward to talking to you guys after the six string fender telecaster qatar grand prix oh is that the official partner for it Uh, (laughs) do you have a 12 string qatar or do you have a six string guitar (laughs) what do you prefer I do like those 12 strings. Lots of harmonies. You have a 12 string, don't you? I did, but I strung it to be a six string. Oh, did you? (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Bye. That's one podcast. podcast. George was on Beyond the Grid this week. Mm. He was the interview with Tom Clarkson. Oh, yeah. That's why I didn't care or (laughs) know. That's why no one listened. (laughs) And... (laughs) 